here on the da- bottom of Daf Samach Amud Beis, all the way on the bottom, last six words on the Amud. Um, so the we were talking before about Rishim Barachai. We mentioned the Shita Rishim Barachai before, and now we're going to talk a totally different. And the Gemara will do this often. Once you start quoting something in someone's name, so we'll quote a totally different halacha, which has nothing to do with what we've been talking about until now, but it, uh, but it still continues to be uh, connected, though, to uh, the story of Midian, which, again, uh, very interestingly came out just this week. So, uh, we, like, this week and last week's daf, uh, all right on Parshas Matos Master, which are interesting. But anyways, so, says the Gemara's follows, Tanya, Bryce says, V'chein hai rishim b'yachai amir, rishim b'yachai says follows, Kivrei ovdei kochavim, einan mitamin ba'ohel. That the grave sites of non-Jews are not, uh, or Ovdei Kochavim, but we're going to see it really means some, just someone who's not Jewish, um, is not metame be'oel. There are different ways to become tamay mates. So you become tamay mates by touching a corpse, or you become tamay mates by being under the same roof as a dead body. So the, the din is, says Rishim Rechai, that, look at Rashi, Rashi says, Ein uh, top of the page, Ein metamin es hamahil aleyem. Right, if you find yourself to do two different things, one is being under the same roof, or one is being, being on top of, right, being over, standing over the, the mace. Um, but the, the point being that there's no tumas ohel when it comes to the body of someone who's not Jewish. Shinamar, how do I know? So the, the Pasuk says in Yechezkel, you are Hashem's talking to Kla Yisrael. He says to us, you're my, you're my sheep. I'm like your shepherd, etc. Right, and, and he refers to them as I, you know, uh, I'm the, I'm like the, sh- you know, uh, I, and he says Adam Atem, you're like you're my people, sort of. Uh, I, and so the the Gemara makes a drasha Atem Kriyin Adam Veina Ovdekochavim Kriyin Adam. The language of Adam is used specifically when it comes to the Jewish people, but not when it comes to non-Jewish. Ironic because the first human being who was not Jewish, whose name was Adam. So it's interesting, but fine. But the point, the drush there being, Adamatem, because Akash Baruch Hu there is specifically referring to Kalah Yisrael, again, our like, special relationship with him. So you see that, you, that, uh, that Jews are called Adam, but anyone, anyone else is not called Adam. Um, right, and, and Rashi points out the most important line, which the Gemara Tav doesn't say. If you look at Rashi, Atem Kroon Adam, Vegabe Tumas Ohel Ksiv, Adam Kiamus Ba'ohel. That's the Pasuk says. The Pasuk talks about Tumas Oh says Adam Kiamusbaho and a person dies in a in a room. Uh, and then the question of everything in the in the room becoming tame, etc. So the language there is, is Adam Kiamusbahel. So as opposed to like for saying as opposed to for example saying Ish Kiamusbahel, which would make sense also. Um, so why Adam? Because Adam Atem Krim Adam Vein Vein Adam. Fine. So Shumarcha is the one who has this this drasha that says that only only the body of a Jew is Mitame Baoha. Okay. Mesve, the Gemara says, well, not so fast. But nefesh adam shisha asar elef. Right there, when, it, when, the, when the Torah refers to the fight, the machama with Midian, so it's talking about the people who were killed, and it says nefesh adam. Right? The, the, the lives of these people, how many was it? 16,000 people who were killed. Look at Rashi. Nefesh adam be Midian ksiv. Right? That's talking about Midian. And who were Midian? They were non-Jews. Right? And they're called adam. Nefesh adam. So what's going on here? You just told me that Atem Krim Adam, there ain't no big Krim Adam, but I have a, a, a Ferish Apostle talking about actual people who passed away, referring to them, who are non-Jewish, referring to them as Adam. 
So what's going on here? So it says, no, Mishum Behema. Why do you tell me that? Because the, the, the Torah is delineating all the different, you know, individuals who were killed and the, and the, and the you know, the, the booty that was taken, etc. And so because it talks about people and it also talks about, it talks about animals. So you have to distinguish between the two, so you have to mention Adam because you're also going to mention Behema. Look at Rashi, Mishani, Rashi says in the third line, Mishani had the karlu who Adam Yishum the bar the michta behema gabayu kitidech sev v'chamrimu bakar v'gabehema mikru Adam aval Adam stama lo mikru. Right, meaning referring to animals, you also we define this throughout Tanakh. Right, you refer to animals and people. You already call them Adam behema. Right, humans and animals. So Adam is a human being as opposed to a behema, which is an animal. So when you're referring to the uh, the, the human beings of of uh, of Midian, you refer to them as Nefesh Adam. You refer to um, the case of, when you refer to the animals, you refer to them as Behemah. Um, by the way, the Nefesh Adam, when it comes to Midian, do you have the full Pasuk over there? That might be... No, it just says, the Nefesh Adam, Shishas, Saram. That's the whole Pasuk? In context, I think it may be referring to live people, not dead people. Right, because it's talking about the, who, who they were taking captives. Right. Because right? Adam, Behemah is what they took captive. Right? But nevertheless, I'm saying they're not calling them, not people who passed away, but I'm just, in, just for clarity here. They, they have, I said they were referring to the people they killed. They didn't kill them. It's the people who they, they took, they killed people and they also took people captive. So this passage, Nefesh Adam, is referring to the people they took captive from that war and versus the Behemah, which they took. Which they took. So that's why they say they call them Adam because it's the Adam and Behemah. Fine. Uh, so that's, that's one answer. However, we're not, we're not done. When it comes to Yonah, says the Pasuk, Asher yeshba har bei mishtem esrei ribo adam asher lo yada bein yimim lismolo o bein maraba. Right when when uh, Yonah at the way end of Sefer Yonah is complaining to God's Baruch I don't understand. How could you let how could you let this happen? How could you have uh, Rachmanas and Emesh? What do you mean? There's all there's a gazillion human beings in this in this uh, in this in this uh, city, and I care about them, and they don't know the difference. And they're right and they're left, right? They're 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 they're, they're people who I should have Rachmanas on. Right. And there are also a lot of animals in there. It's actually a very, it's a kind of an you know, uh, interesting way to end, end the entire Sefer. Right? But the, the point being, he says all these people and there are animals. But the point is, he refers to the human beings as Adam. Again, Hashem calls him Adam. Again, non-Jews calls him Adam. So what's going on here? Answer the Gemara again, we should behema. No, because you're going to mention that they're also behema. So that's why he mentioned he calls them Adam. Okay. Um, okay, fine. Not done though, because because again, when it came to uh, to the story of Midian, what does the Torah say? Kohoreg nefesh v'chonogea bechalal tishchatahu. Right. So the pasuk there says anybody who killed somebody and anybody who touched the dead body, they became tame. Right. So the so what's going on here? Again, why are you uh, you're telling me that only the not only the Jewish person creates tumasohel, but these we're talking about becoming tame from again from from these from the non-Jewish enemy combatants. So again, why, why you think only Adam, only Adam, only you're called Adam, but here we have, and this is not the language of Adam, but the point here is that the, the, the non-Jewish enemies who died are being matame the Jewish people. So how could that be, again, if they're not supposed to be matame you? So answers the Gemara, Dilma ikdil chad No, maybe the reason why they were, look at Rashi again, kol nefesh, says Rashi, second skinny line, midyang siv tumas shiva, um, the fact that they had they required this seven days to become ta- tahor, so certainly they became, became tameh from them, even though again they're not Jewish. 
Um, so answer the Gemara, no, Dilma Iktov Chami Yisrael. So answer one of the Gemara says, is no, maybe, maybe the reason they're being Matame, uh, they, they, they have to you know, wait seven days, have too much space, is because, yeah, they, in, the, in the course of battle, you don't even necessarily know who you killed, right? you know, or, or, who, or who you came into contact with. Maybe there was a Jew who, uh, who had died, who you were in contact with, etc., and became Tame from them. Uh, fine. I mean, th- I mean right, the Gemara itself says maybe, maybe they killed a Jew by accident, friendly fire, or friendly, whatever they do with swords um, in those days. Okay, fine. So that's why, so, so we've, we've, you know, crushed each one of these uh, kashas and still have maintained Rishim Rechai's approach that Kibriya of the Chachavim are not Matan Bela. Fine. Um, for Rabbanan, but how would, how would the Rabbanan explain this, uh, you know, what, what are the Rabbanan going to do here? So Rabbanan, lo nifko bimenuish. Right, say, what are you talking about? Maybe they killed. Maybe you killed another Jew in the course of the battle. The pasuk says that no Jews were lost in the battle. Right? No, no Jewish person died. So there's no reason to assume. Maybe, maybe they killed a Jew. No, how, how can you become tamei? The the uh, this is what the Chum would say back to Shem Baruchai's answer for himself that the, the pasuk there says that nobody died, no Jew died. If no Jew died, then uh, why would I why would I have been concerned that? Um, Maybe, maybe the re- you're talking only because maybe he called a Jew. So Rishim Merchai, what is he going to say back? The public says no, no, uh, we didn't lose any any Jews in the course of the battle. No, it means we didn't lose any Jews in terms of like those who didn't deserve it. And maybe there's somebody who died, but they didn't deserve it. That's part of why, by the way, one of the conversations that's happened when the when the the Torah talks about when we go to when we go to war, you need to have three different reasons why people could leave. If you, you got married, you. you Planted the vineyard, he built the house, and then any person who was scared could go, should go home. So the Gemara talks about like, why would why would a person be? And so, and one of the things the, the, the Gemara asked why why would they afraid? Of, why would they? What, what's the what's the concern when someone would go home? So someone who had an aver mishi haya aver biyado, maybe someone who had done an avera was nervous what's going to happen to them. So the question is, what, what does that have to do with anything? You go, so so what? So you're going to go to war if you have an aver biyado, so I can kill you walking on the street. So the answer is no, because when you, if you have a aver biyado. When you go to, you put yourself in a dangerous situation, there's sort of like a lower threshold for you to get hurt. So the point being, meaning, yeah, sometimes when you go to war, people would die, but the assumption would be that those people, maybe they, whatever that means, the Rebbe can understand that they, it was appropriate for them. You know, uh, I think that's what, what this means here, La Avera. Prince Girls Prince is definitely answered. Yeah. None of them died as a result of the involvement with the women, but they may have died in battle. Oh yeah. Die as a result of the avera with the women. Lo nifka bimenu ish. La avera. None of them died as a result of the avera. but they may have died fighting. Okay, interesting, interesting. Okay, you could say it like that. Yeah, that means the lo nifka bimenu ish when he was referring to it didn't mean that that uh, interesting. No one died in the battle. Uh, in the battle, but they, but they did die. They, they may have died, died in the battle, battle. not from from the these women. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Good. Good. Maybe that's the real shot. But either way. Uh, okay, fine, good. Uh, Ravina Amar, fine. But the, but the bottom line is that's again that's how Rav Shemayachai will explain no nifka right? It doesn't mean necessarily no one died in battle. Fine. Ravina Amar, Ravina says a different shot. Nehi de matin hukra mitmui This is like kind of with the first answer you would have said, right? Ravina says, what do you mean? What are you talking about? What was our kasha? Rav Shemayachai said we're talking about uh, that kivrei over the chavim in the metam ohel. There's no too much ohel, right, when it comes to Kivrei of the Chachavim. The Gemara brings as a kasha, right, that, whoa, they went to battle with Midian, they had to be uh, concerned for Tumas Mace. So, the, well, how could that be? A non-Jew is in Metan Be'ohel. The Rebina says, what are you talking about? The, the whole, the, the, the Chiddush is that 
But if you touch a dead body of a, of a, of a non-Jew, you become Tommy also. Right? Tumas Maga is still going to, uh, is, is still going to uh, be Matama you, right? Ravina Amar, Nihidim Atinu Kura Metimuya Ba'oel. Dixiv Adam Himaz Yamas Ba'oel. Mi Maga Umasa Mi Matinu Kura. The Pasuk, Rav Shimon Chai said, he said, he wasn't referring to, he wasn't saying that, that, a, that a non-Jewish body is never Matama a, a person, a, a Jew ever. That wasn't the point. The point is that if, the, if you find yourself in the same room, right, with a dead body, or you're mahil, you're standing over a dead body, you won't become, you won't, this special type of tumas, of tumas oh, that doesn't apply to a dead body of a non-Jew. But tumas mago, masa, if you touch them, if you carry them, that would apply just the same. So in Cain, that explains our, our, our concern, right? Why, even though there's no tumas oh by, by, by a non-Jew, if a person goes to battle and kills a non-Jew with their hands, Right, so then they're going to be coming to me that way. And that says, says Ravina, that's how you answer this contradiction. How, how right. do you possibly, I mean, can you go to like a tomb of a non-Jew or is that... Well, again, a, not, a, 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 a non-Kohen yeah. doesn't make a difference, right? A non-Kohen can go anyways, right? Well, but I, I, that's because currently there's no base in English, but... Right, but, but I, think we, I think we do believe, I think we do uh, assume that that Thomas that over the Yom not Metam Be'ohel, I think so. Um, that I think we do assume. Yeah, I, actually, if you look at, see, look, take a look at the Gemara there, one, two, three lines from the, you know, Ravina Amar Nehi de Matini Kromi Tumi Ba'oel, that's the base. Right? That base takes to, to, to the Rambam and Helchos Avel. Yeah, and the Shulchan Aruch and Yoridea Simon Shin Ayn Beis, you should look it up. But I, believe, I believe that we assume that that is correct. That that an that a non-Jew's body is metame b'maga b'masa. Can't if you t- touch the non- the body of a non-Jew, you become tame. But that too much ohel doesn't apply to a non-Jew. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. Next Mishnah. Here we go. Says the Mishnah's fellows. Back to Yivamos. Ibe says ha'mana v'nismana liyos kohen gadol. So what happens? A person does erisin. They do kohen. Uh, uh, he becomes, uh, does, does Kiddushin with uh, an Ammana, which is permissible if you are a regular, if you're a Kohen Hedyot, that is permissible to do, uh, to do uh, Eresin, to get married to an Ammana, right? But then what happens, in between Eresin and Nisuin, you were elected to become Kohen Gadol, Mazatav. Yeah, the problem is, but now this woman who you got engaged, who you had the Kiddushin with, you're not supposed to be married to her because she's an Ammana. So, says the Mishnah, Yichnos. You can let, you're allowed to continue to, to the, prog- the process and to become uh, the Duni Suin. And the story happened with Yeshua ben Gamla, Shekidesh has Marta Bas Baitus, who married, uh, did Kiddushin with Marta Bas Baitus, uh, who was the daughter of a very, very wealthy man, we're going to see. Uh, and the king chose him to be a Kohen Gadol. Uh, what's the interesting line in that Mishnah? Uminehu. Hamelach, the Yos That's an interesting line because t- typically it's not the king who chooses the, the Kohen Gadol. So we're going to see. Vikinsa, uh, and nevertheless he went ahead and he did Nisuin with her. Okay, so uh, so so that's uh, you know you see you know you have a, a, a Maisa to teach you and that's exactly what they did. Okay, Shemeres Yabam Shanafli Fnei Kohen Hadyot. What about a Shemeres Yabam who falls to a Kohen Hadyot? So again, so the scenario here is you have Reuven and Shimon who are Kohanim. Reuven is married to uh, Rachel and, and Reuven dies. When, Ru- when Reuven dies, Shimon is a Kohen Hedyot. He's a regular Kohen. A regular Kohen can do, can do uh, Yibum because again, Yavama is an Amana. 
that's permissible. But what happens? She, uh, she falls to him, so Ruvain dies. They now have Ezekiel Yibam, and then what happens? Shimon is elected Kohen Gadol. So now what happens in that case? So then, Afabisha Asa Bamaimer, Hare Zelo So this guy, let's say not just that Ruvain had died, but not only did Ruvain die, but Shimon even did Maimer with her, right? The, the equivalent of doing Kiddushin. Nevertheless, when uh, it comes time to, uh, uh, he becomes elected to be the Kohen Gadol, so then he, uh, he, he has to, he's not allowed to do Maimer. He, uh, he would have to do Chalitza with her at that point. Okay, so we're going to have to see why. What's the, what's the distinction between the, uh, the case of, of, uh, of, of a regular case of Arusa and the case of the Shemir Siyavu? So it says the Gemara as follows. Tan Rabbanu minayin shim ires es hamana v'nisman liyos kohen gadol sheyichnos. How do I know? So first of all, I don't know this did. And I could have said very simply, very easily, all I did was Kiddushin. Maybe I wouldn't allow him to do Nisuin. Why is that? Why is that permissible? They've done Nisuin and now comes the Kohen Gadol. He's allowed him to do Nisuin. Tamalomar yikach isha. The pasuk says yikach isha isha. No, the pasuk by by the Kohen. Uh, what's, it say? what's the what's the full pasuk there? Kim busab busulab emav yikach isha. Is that it? Right, so the pasuk says, ki, right, あ、みんなが言うしゃれ、エロイカ、キーンビスラベマ。ピコパスパスクレジャセ、キーンビスラベマ。はい、で、オンリーラテイク、アビスラ。ワイセイキカヒシャ。エゲンナチュフェンテコ
Yeshua he was Mekadesh, Barsa, Marta, but it never happens. He was elected by the Kohen God, by the Melech to be the Kohen God. It doesn't say Nismane. It doesn't say, and he was, in English it's a little harder to say. Mine, who we're saying was elected. Nismane means he was, how did they translate differently in there? No, they were appointed in both. Yeah, yeah. So Nismana also in English means elected, but the point, but Nismana lo namar. But Nismana, the implication is Minehu is the king, and they don't use the fact that it's the king who does it. But Minehu is that the king elected him as opposed to Nismana means he was elected from within. Right? Nismana would mean that the, Kohen, the, the other Kohanim said this is the right guy to become the Kohen Gadol, meaning he wasn't chosen because necessarily he was the mo- most roi to be the Kohen Gadol. He was chosen because he was the king wanted him to be. We'll see why. Uh, Rav Yosef, Amr of Yosef, right, Muniyahu in Nismanalo, Amr of Yosef, Kotir Kachazina, I see a little bit of, uh, you know, not exactly the, the straightest arrow stuff going on over here, says Rav Yosef. Why? The Amr of Asi, Tarkova, the Dinri, Aile La Martabas Baitus, Liane Maka, right, so that, that it turns out Martabas Baitus, who was the very, very wealthy woman, came from a very wealthy family, so she gave a certain amount of money. To Yana, who was the king, until he uh, established, um, you know, Yoshua ben Gamla as the Kohen Gadol. So the Kashi could ask is, if that's what's going on here, what's the Misa that the commission is quoting? Mission usually you quote a you quote a Misa as like a proof, very righteous from people. You know, Tamachacham did the following Misa Rav, right? You have a Misa Rav. And Tamachacham did something, and that's how we know that it's correct. So here you have someone who was bribing the king to become the Kohen Gadol, and see, once she was already in Arusa, and nevertheless he was like, he continued to marry her. But but I guess I guess you have to say is that you know we have I don't know we find very often right people who are very makbid on certain halachos are not so makbid always on others. That's sometimes how how life is at, at times. Um, and I guess the Gemara assumes that when that that process went through. She was, you know, they, they were doing so under the auspices of the Tamil Chachamim who allowed him to, stay, to, to continue to marry her. You know, even if they were, even if they were, they were like, you know, you know, under the table, you know, stuff going on to get him elected to be the Kohen Gadol. That's, you know, that's known, who, you know, don't ask, don't tell. But the, but the, you know, but he was already engaged. He already done Kiddush with her. To now allow the person to Kohen Gadol to marry an Almana would be uh, really wrong. So maybe, I guess, maybe you have to say that that's the, you know, that's the Pshat here. Is that nevertheless what was happening with Fnam Veda, they assumed it had to be above board, and nevertheless they allowed that to go through. I guess it's how you see the chat. Um, okay, next Mishnah. Kohen Gadol Shemes. Sorry, Kohen Gadol Shemes Echav, Cholets Velomiyabin. What happens is the Kohen Gadol, not the Kohen Gadol dies. The Kohen Gadol has a brother who passes away. So the Kohen Gadol's brother passes away, he does Chalitza, he does not do Yibo. Okay. Um, Fine. Kapasik uh, Vitani. But the Gemara says, but wait a second, the, the Mishnah stopped and it didn't, it didn't finish the, uh, it didn't finish the, uh, the Halakha. But before we do that, just look at Rashi for one second. Rashi says, Masis and Cholates, in Cholates is the Kohen Gadol. I think Rashi is, you know, telling us where to put the punctuation in the, in the Mishnah. Right? Kohen Gadol, Kohen Gadol, Mes Achiv, Cholates. Who does the Chalitza? The, the Kohen Gadol. Does the Chalitza and not the Yibam. Fine. Says Rashi, Why can he do Yibam? Very simple. She's an Amana. And he's not allowed to marry her. You can't marry an Amana. So the reason the, the, so the Kohen Gadol does, does Chalitza, and he doesn't do Yibam. Fine. It says the Gemara, Kapasik Vatani. The Gemara started and didn't, it didn't finish. 
sorry, it finished, it didn't, it, it stopped before it finished teaching us the Fahalacha. Lo shna mina erisin, velo shna mina nisuin. Right, it didn't tell us, right, Kohen Gadlo, who, uh, if his brother passes away, that he can do chalitza, can't do yibam. Why is that? So again, the assumption is because she's an almana. But what if she had never had tashmish with the, with the brother, right? What if she was just mina erisin? Right, maybe that should be, maybe that should be different. So no, lo shna mina erisin, lo shna mina nisuin. So, the, really, the din is, you know, across the board, it doesn't make a difference. If she only did an irisim with, with, with the first husband, or if she'd actually had nisuin, and the implication mean they'd had tashmish or not. So, bishlam, I mean, nisuin, I understand if it's a case of nisuin, why asay velosa sehu, vein asay do chalosa sehu Okay, so let's, let's put this out here, right? If it's, the case is, right? What, what are we talking about here? You have a mitzah say of Yavam Yavuave, right? And you have two, you have an assay and los assay. Right? What's the assay and los assay? Amana Grusha El Lo Yikach, right? Kiim Bisulam Yamav Yikach Gisha, right? Those two, right? So you have an assay and a los assay. Right? He's not supposed to marry, he's Kiim Bisulam Yamav Yikach Gisha, right? That's an assay. Has to marry Bisulam, but also. He's not allowed to marry an almana, which is a losa say, right? So if it's mina nisuin, I get it, right? You have a say. I look, Rashi pointed that also. Rashi says losa say, say amana lo yikach besula yikach, right? Velo yibula, right? So the say, right? So the say of yibum on the one hand, and you have losa say ve'asay. On the other hand, you have you can't marry that you can't marry an almana, and you must marry a besula. So you have one versus two, right? So, I, so it says the Gemara, Bishlam, I mean, Nisuin, I understand if she's already been married, right? Nisuin, meaning she's not a Basul anymore. Now I have Asay, Vilo, um, Asay, Velos Asay. Who? Right now I have an Asay and a Los Asay, because she's not a Basula and she's an Amana. Ve'en Asay, the Asay of, of uh, Yavam Yavalea, that can't be Docha, Los Asay, Vasay. That's, you know, we don't have one Asay to knock out an Los Asay and an Asay. However, Elamina Erisin, but if it's only, they only had Erisin, so what happens? Now I don't have the, uh, the, the assay of of kim b'sula b'mavi kachisha. Why? Because she is a b'sula. Right? She is a b'sula. So now you have v'asay v'yichas alosay. Asay do chalosasay. That we have a klal all the time. Right? The assay yavom yavolea kim b'do chalosasay. In fact, we have that when it comes to all kinds of yibum. Right? B'do chalosasay of of uh, uh, of the Easter of your brother your brother's wife. Right? So it says the Gemara, no, no, I'll tell you why this doesn't work. Why? Because then technically you're right. But what's the problem? It's a dindra it's, it's that you can't do yibam. Why? Gzeira birishona atu biyashniya. Why? What's going to happen? When he goes ahead, asay dochalosasay, right? Yavam yavalea, this dochalosasay of marrying an almana. So what's going to happen the first time they're together? The asay of yibam is dochalosasay of almana. What happens the second time? There's no assay of Yibam anymore, and she's still an Amana. Right? So, which, so at that point, you no longer have assay do chalos assay. So you could have said, let him do Yibam to have Tashmish once and then get divorced. Right? But we don't say that. We say, if you can allow them to be together, what's going to happen? Now they don't want to be together, they want to stay married. And that, that's going to be a problem. So don't do, don't do Yibam at all, so you don't have this, uh, so, meaning it's a Gzeira, Gzeira de Rabbanon, because Shem are going to come to, uh, they're going to stay together. But doesn't that contradict the last? The last mission, right? What do you mean? Well, because they said if he was if he was a regular Kohen, he got married, married to an Almana, and then he became Kohen. So it should have been the same thing that he couldn't be can't become Kohen Gadol, or or would have to divorce or whatever for the same reason because it, it'll she'll be she
So, so first, the first Torah, and I'm glad you said it, I was going to say before, I was going to say before you raise your hand, is that, is that what you see here is that the Isser is not just an Isser to marry an Almana, right? It's an Isser to stay married to an Almana, right? So, because once they're together, the first, okay, fine, so now it's done, they're married. Right. The answer is, presumably the answer the Gemara seems to be giving, is that Biyashni has a problem because she remains an Almana. So let's take that, let's go back to, so Arnon, so your, so your Kasha is, on the, last on the last mission, we say Kohen Gadol, who is... Well, a, a Kohen all, will become, who gets elected Kohen but he, Gadol, but he was married to an Almana. But when he, ma- when he, he married engaged. her, right. when, he, when, he married, when he did Kiddushin, right. he was a Kohen Hedyot. Right. So he, he just, married her by Heter. Right. So, so, so Arnon, so you're saying... So forget, forget even the fact that when he goes ahead to do Nisuin, right. she, she's now an Almana and he's doing Nisuin with her. Forget that even. You're saying even more than that. Even more than that. He would be, if, what about a coin who was, and this Gemara assumes it's fine, right? For sure. Which is, let's say he was her coin head yote, and he married her. Straight up. Arison and Nisuin, and they're married for five years, and then he becomes a coin Gadol, shouldn't he have to divorce her? Right. Because you just said, she Because we just said, Gzeira to be a Shania. It's a good shadow. I mean, the only difference is this is related to Yibum as opposed to his own marriage. Yes, it is related to good. So this is different because it's the case of Yibum. So the connection is really as a result of his brother's marriage as a, versus his own. Like when he... Right. When he does Kedushin with the Almana, he's creating his own situation. Right. And he's just continuing his own situation. Right. Here, his only connection is as a result of the brother... So I've been saying all the time he's taking over the marriage of his brother. That could be a cooler also, though, right? That could be, I meaning you could yeah. say, uh, but that would be amazing cooler, right? You say his, his right. brother's not the Kohen Gadol, yeah. right, but that we don't say. But, he, so, but Yibum is only a one-time thing. So I know that the Yibum is just right. the, the first no, but, time. No, but, then, no, then no correct. Married. That's the mitzvah. The point is that the mitzvah right. of Yibum will only docha the losa, say, of Amana. Right. The first time, right? Because that's me, good, right? But then, the, but then the second time they're together, right. yeah. he, but he married her by Hector, right? And now they're married, right. And now he's gonna have to be together with her again. And the Gemara says, yeah. that that's us, sir. But what about the guy who's who married her by Hector? Because even, even the first one there, the whole point was is that okay, but the Barrison, in other words, the the Torah is allowing that. That's not what the Torah is contemplating by saying, like in a, in a situation where somebody otherwise would have been on one ah, the beginning. It's 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 a it's a it's That's why maybe the pasuk says ki kach ish ki imbisal mavi kach isha. So the jirasha of ki that's the hefshah. That's the answer. It's ki imbisal mavi kach isha says that the jirasha says that if you already had done erusin and then yeah. you become a kohen gadol, meaning. It's an aberration. Right. It's a, it, you're right. Meaning, and that makes, but by the way, that makes the drush even a bigger chiddish. Yeah. Because, because otherwise it sounds like, I mean, I guess, it, but I get, and I, I guess what you have to say is, and once that's true by the drush, that if you have done Arison, Beheter, you can do Nisun now with her. So then, Kavachoma uh, for somebody who, who already had been married. Right? But, but yeah, you have to say it's sort of like an aberration in that sense. Right. I like you would have said it.